When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats the Host Plus Sandful League. Lots of rivalries in a hot contest. The Host Plus Sandful League. Dan Menzel joins myself, Jared Walsh, every week to discuss everything Sandful related. And men's the double blues are on top of the world and on top of the ladder at the moment. Three and zip um, facing the Central District side this weekend after coming off a 38-point victory against Port Adelaide over the weekend. We are joined by their head coach. Now, I've seen Marty Matner twice over the past couple of weeks. Once was at Adelaide United, which we'll get to his experience with uh, Carl Viet. And then there was another time where he was riding aggressively on the Esplanade at Semaphore while I was trying to go for a run. And I'm like, is, is that Cadell Evans just going past me there? And I had a look and it was Marty Matner who's keeping up with his fitness. Marty, good afternoon to you. Boys. Uh, talk us through your fitness to start off with, mate. Cycling, is this part of your uh, usual routine and regime to stay fit and healthy? Uh, yeah, it is. I've tried to get back on the bike a bit more in the last 12 months. Um, and I do enjoy it. I do sort of get by myself. So it's sort of been a bit of me time and then also a bit of fitness, which I quite enjoy as well. We like it. Let's quickly talk about the match that has just been completed over the weekend. A good day at Wigan Oval on Sunday, 38-point victory over a Port Adelaide side that have been competitive this season but haven't got the results thereafter. What do you take away from that win? Yeah, it was probably one of our, again, another really good four-quarter performance. Um, I thought... Port side, in terms of their tools, they got like set back in, and um, they had a pretty good, you know, forward line and some tall defenders. So we sort of knew that if we could get the ball to ground, that was probably going to be our, um, our first, you know, I guess number one thing for the week was bring the ball to ground, and then and once we got that on the ground, then we were going to be able to run and carry, and um, yeah, we we're able to kick a really good score, which is something we've been working on in, in off season. Now, Marty, I want to ask you about that, the offense and what you've been working on there. Last year, you averaged a touch under 70. This year, you're averaging 98 points a game with multiple avenues to go. So the improvement there, you must be really pleased on. Yeah, it's, um, I guess it's a combination of a few different things. Um, I think another pre-season about to work on our forward line and our midfield and forward entries. Um, so Pat Wilson and Tommy Lewis probably back in the midfield for, you know, they missed a fair bit of footy last year, but those two in terms of that clearance work and stoppage work um, has helped us, you know, get the ball forward. Uh, but also I think that, yeah, the avenue to goal has been probably a pleasing one in terms of um, not relying on, I guess, um, few players. We've got multiple players now and avenues to goal. And on the weekend again, um, you know, Lachlan Burroughs kicked three, James Richards kicked three week before that, Swimming kicked five. So we sort of got 
few different avenues to go and different players bobbing up and kicking goals, which is you know which is hard, I guess, for opposition to match up on as well. Marty Frederick is a player that is uh, new to the side who has had an outstanding start to the season so far with 30 disposals and and four marks. And also, um, I was lucky to spend a bit of time with Tom Lewis last season, whose um, body is holding up, which is really good. But it seems like the the uh, unpredictable nature of players like Marty are doing good things for your side. Yeah, they are. And um, I think he, he adds just something that we haven't been, probably had in our side for the last year, and some some speed and ability to be able to run outside and, and run and carry. So, yeah, we're loving Marty and the way he's playing his footy at the moment. Um, and he adds a different dynamic to our group, which is, I think, complementing uh, Tom Lewis and Pat Wilson and Battersby inside. Um, and Connor McFadden's probably the other one as well. He just His intercept marking and his defensive stuff has been really good. So, we've, you know, we're really happy to have those two at the club and they've sort of given us a few different looks, I guess, um, in terms of personnel and roles. Now, Marty, you touched on Paddy Wilson a little bit there. He had 28 and kicked two goals again on the weekend. He had 28 and kicked three in round one. We all know that his year and his form is predicated on his health. Do you reckon he should be on an AFL list and potentially is it the injuries that have held him back? Uh, yeah, well, he was on the Crows list for a couple of years and I just felt like he was hard done by Bob not giving an opportunity. I think he played one game, then was out, and another game, then was out. I felt like He's the type of player that needs, you know, a three or four week block where you can sort of start to build and get some confidence and um, at that level. Um, I think both games were losses as well, which is not the ideal situation to be involved in as a, as a new player when you're in a team that loses. Um, so it would have been nice, I guess, if he'd got more opportunity. But um, I guess for someone like him, he's been great coming back to the sample and he's, you know, he's a really important player for us. But um, I think you know, there's a lot of players probably running around in the sample like that that you know, didn't get the opportunity or they were on a list but, again, didn't get the opportunity at AFL level. And, um, it, is, it is a bit, I guess, from my point of view, disappointing and frustrating. Um, but I think it's great for the sample to have these great players running around and playing the, in the competition. Just the other one on the ruck position. Is that set in your side? We saw Amos Doyle in round one play really well and then... Faye Sparks has done the job the last couple of weeks. How is how is that going to, uh, I guess, play out as the year goes on? Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting one because Amos was very good round one and was actually in the side round two, but then got sick the day before. Um, so he sort of he was ruled out with um, sickness. So Dan's come in, and, and again, Dan's a very good ruckman as well, and he's been playing really well the last two weeks. So it's a bit of a interesting. Um, conversation and selection we have now is about like do we go in the two rucks do we go in with one um i guess we've got the flexibility of being able to play two rucks um if that's the, we feel like that's the best for us that week but um the last couple of weeks we've just probably gone in with one ruckman so it's going to be a week by week thing i think moving forward we spoke to Bryce Gibbs from South Adelaide uh, a few moments ago, Marty, about the the close nature of the Host Plus Sandful League and your opponents that you face this weekend got the job done over Adelaide, who have, have touted as one of the early premiership favourites. So how do you look at their performance and prepare for a side that have won the last two? Yeah, Centrals have probably been another team that have had really good performances the last couple of weeks. Um, I was actually lucky enough our reserves played before that Crows-Centrals game out of Elizabeth. So I was able to stay for a little bit and watch the first quarter. And um, it was just good to see them play. I hadn't seen them for a little while. Um, So 
I guess that was nice to get some live, and then I'll watch some more vision this week. But, yeah, it's going to be a really tough game. I think they, um, they're they pretty competitive in, around the contest, and they bring some really good pressure. So it's going to be a tough game this weekend. Now, I saw you at Cooper Stadium, not where the home of the Redlegs, but um, at Hindmarsh a couple of weeks ago alongside Carl Vitt. And I, I love that because you got access to, to pitch side to have a look how things work. Are you able to, to share with us what that was like to see um, the head coach of a, a different team and how they go about their preparation, whether it is fitness or, or tactics or mindset? Um, yeah, it was. I guess it was a great opportunity for myself in coaching development. Um, Carl invited me in to the change rooms before their game, um, which I was, you know, really happy to, to I guess be offered first, but then accepted. I was really keen to get in there and have a look. And yeah, it was just, I guess, just really good to um, see how another, I guess, their professional, but just see how another sporting organisation go about their pre-game and and all the things that go on game day. Um, I think. The two things, just to learn some new things and, and way things are done in a different sport. But also, I think um, as a club, we do things pretty well. So it was just, I guess, that reinforcement of some things that we do that they did. Um, so it's like, okay, well, that must be the pretty good way of doing things and just that reinforcement of those things. But, yeah, it was a great eye-opener, great um, I guess, for another sport as well. Um, like, tactically, soccer is is uh, is very tactically and with only 11 players on the field, you can sort of ma- manipulate, I guess, a little bit more with those individual players. So it was it was an interesting um, and a really exciting thing for... And my, my youngest lad, he loves his soccer, so it was, it was great for him to get along and watch a game as well. Now, Marty, I just want to ask about the new facilities at Wigan Oval. It's uh, been a really good atmosphere, a couple of the games so far this year. You're obviously at home again this weekend. Must be massive. We've seen it at obviously Norwood with the upgrades, with the gather round. Uh, must be huge for the club to uh, to get that improvement in facilities. Yeah, it's been great. I guess a few years ago we had um, the change rooms done, which has been great for our women's side and our juniors, and I guess the opposition as well. But now with our um, Thomas room upstairs on level one, now with the post facilities, I guess now it's the complete package now for both players and supporters and members now so we offer you know match day luncheons now and people can sit in there and watch the game from a you know nice table and have a nice lunch but also for our players and supporters after games our match day functions now are you know done up there as well so and our offices are all there now as well so it sort of feels a bit more complete in terms of you know that one club and being able to just um you know be in your office and then um you know, you see players come in for the facility. It's, um, yeah, it's great. It's, it's been a, a long time in the making, um, but I feel like now the, the club are, you know, pretty much complete. We're probably just... The next thing, I guess, for the club now, like most clubs, is looking for a second venue to be able to train and, and play maybe trial games at. So knowing that Gather Round is in South Australia for the next couple of seasons, is that something that the club can, can look towards potentially hosting one of those games like... Uh, Cooper Stadium did on the parade as a potential to then get, uh, I guess, a bit more investment from the AFL for infrastructure and upgrades? Yeah, that would be great. Um, we'd love to have uh, you know, a gather-round game at Unley Oval. Um, we were lucky enough, I guess, this year to have Carlton and Collingwood train here, um, which was, you know, again, great to have those clubs. And we got, again, another thing, we got a little bit of access to the coaches and have a chat with their coaches, both those clubs. So that was another really good learning experience for our coaches. Um, but again, our facilities and all those, you know, have we had probably approximately sort of 2,000 people for both those training sessions at Only Oval. So it's just another, 
I guess, opportunity for the club to expose to, you know, our facilities and our, and our playing program and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, they're exciting times. And, um, you know, we'd love to have a game, a ga- a actual game. But, again, if we can get clubs training here, we really enjoyed that as well. Now, Marty, just before we let you go, I just want to ask you about the goals for this season. Cert made to the finals last year. Is it finals again or is it even higher? Is it top three, the double chance? Well, I guess, you know, the first one is to make finals. You've got to sort of win enough games to get there. Then I guess if you do that, then the next one is top three. Um, and then from there, once you finish top three, we sort of know that that gives you the best opportunity of playing off in the grand final. So our first goal is to win enough games to qualify for finals. And hopefully we tick that off early enough, then we can start pushing for top three, which, as you know, gives you the best chance of playing the grand final. So they're probably the, the two main goals at the moment um, we're working towards. Marty, thanks so much for your time. Good luck on the weekend and for the rest of the season leading the Double Blues. No, thanks for having me on. Marty Matner, head coach of Sturt, joins us on the Sandful Show on SENSA. And uh, men's, it was a very straight answer there. (laughs) (laughs) I knew asking a coach, that's probably the answer I would get and it's probably the answer I would give in his position. But being on top, the only team that hasn't lost yet, making finals last year, just interested to see whether, yep, finals is just the goal again or, no, we've got the team this year to absolutely push for minor premiership and top couple of positions. I'm really glad you asked that question about Patrick. Wilson as well and I'm really glad that Marty stood up for him because he feel, I feel like he's been hard done by it's almost like he's got that he's too good for the sandfall almost but as you said he, he, his body hasn't just held up a lot of the time and therefore that means opportunity and sometimes you need a little bit of luck yeah absolutely and then luck you need to be in the right system the right place at the right time we hear that in all sports but Paddy's the perfect example as you said his body hasn't held up where he's been able to have a good run and that's what Marty mentioned as well and if it had happened and he had been in the right position, he certainly still could be at AFL level. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats the host plus Sandful League. And there's nothing fiercer than the power rankings led by our very own Dan Menzel. And we're going to get to them next, including the tips too on the Sandful Show.